Okay. We want to welcome you today to our first podcast. Uh, since this pandemic has come out, we're trying to reach as many people possible with the uh, message of Jesus that Jesus lives in and through and for us and as us. And as you know, we are a Galatians 2.20 body of believers. We believe that uh, we died with Christ and crucified with him and we don't live anymore, but Jesus lives in us. So we're calling this little podcast Journey Jargon. Jargon is kind of a specific terms, phrases, expressions that's uh, known to a particular group that may not be known to other people outside the group. So what we're trying to do is to acquaint people with what it's really like for Jesus to live in and through and for you and as you. So we're, we're going to say this is Journey Jargon. We are talking the walk with Jesus today. And uh, today we want to talk a little bit about uh, fear and how it relates to the life of the believer in Christ. Uh, Steve, you got a, something to launch us off with this morning? Well, I, I was reminded of um, the song that we did on Sunday called Fear is a Liar. And, and some of the lyrics say that we're not good enough and we're not right. We're not strong enough to put up a good fight. We're not worthy. We're not loved. We're not beautiful. We'll never be enough. And that's not God talking. No. That, that's Satan talking. No, that's exactly right. Uh, when, what people don't understand that come from religious backgrounds, and when I say religion, we're talking about uh, man's attempt to gain God's acceptance and favor by keeping the rules. Uh, but we're not talking about that. For me to say that I'm unworthy is an affront to God because salvation, true salvation, is not we got Jesus to forgive us of our sins and now we're trying to work really hard to please him and gain his acceptance. No, 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 no. Salvation is simply Jesus dying on the cross, his blood washed all our sins away, our old man was crucified with him. That old man that wanted to live his way independently apart from God rather than independence. And so that's just half of the cross. Most people think, why, you know, why did Jesus die? Well, he died for my sins. Well, yes, he did. But they miss out on the other side of the cross, which is the side of life. Let's put it to you this way. Suppose you got a, a, a dead corpse here in front of us. It died of a terminal disease. And suppose we told you, okay, you can do one or two things for this corpse. You can either heal him of his disease or else you can raise him from the dead. But you can't do both. Hmm. Which one would you do? Well, you say, well, I want to heal him of his disease. Now well, you got a healthy corpse. He has no life in him. But if you say, well, I want to raise him from the dead, well, you raise him from the dead, he's still got the terminal disease. He's going to die again. Mm-hmm. You see, the cross has both sides you know jesus healed us of our sin disease but if he heals us we're still dead and our trespasses it's gone but we're still dead we need life jesus not only gave us life he gave us his life salvation is literally jesus coming to indwell us we're the temple of christ we become bonded one with jesus he crawls into this earth suit. Our old man's dead and gone. Jesus becomes our life. Everything he is, we are. For, is Jesus unworthy? You say, well, no. Well, if Jesus is your life and you don't live anymore, you can't be unworthy. When the Bible says there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, 
How can there be any condemnation? Jesus will never be condemned. You say, well, I'm not Jesus. And here's where I get all excited. If if you're not Jesus, then Jesus is not your Savior. He, you hadn't been saved because Jesus doesn't save you and throw you out on your own. He literally becomes your life to live in, his, in and through and for us and as us. So everything Jesus is, we are. We don't... To say I'm unworthy is basically telling God we don't believe that Jesus is your life because Jesus is not unworthy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And tying into that, and it's it's another song that we did on Sunday, "Whom Shall I Fear?" A God of Angel Armies by Chris Tomlin. And the chorus says, "I know who goes before me, and I know who stands behind. The God of Angel Armies is always by my side." And we have to remember that he's right here with us, just like you were talking about. Right. He's, he goes in front of us, he's behind us, he's inside of us. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the Bible, it's 600 times it mentions fear or afraid. 600 times. 365 times it says fear not or some, some term of that, fear not. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the times when it says fear not, it gives you a reason why you shouldn't fear. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Mm -hmm. He told Joshua when he was taken over for Moses, he said, Have not I commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you, wherever you go. Uh, Now that's Old Covenant. In the Old Covenant, yeah, God was with certain people. He wasn't in people yet mm. because Jesus hadn't come, died, and gave us his life where he lived in and through and forth. So if he told them not to be afraid when he was just with them in the Old Covenant, how much more should we not be afraid since Jesus is our very life and lives in and through and forth and as us? Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if God's with us, who the yeah. heck can be against us? That's exactly right. I told the little story about the little boy that was in middle school that was bullied every day when he went to school. And on the way to school or on the way back, he'd get beat up by these bullies. And one day, his uh, Navy SEAL brother came home on furlough and walked him to school. He had no fear because his brother was with him. You know, He didn't have to worry about it. He could say what he wanted to say, do what he wanted to do. And those guys were not going to bother him because his brother was with him. Well, if a Navy SEAL's with him, you don't have any fear. How much more should we not fear if the God of the universe is walking with us? What would you say then, because right now is such a fearful time for a lot of people, and our body automatically has certain responses, like in a confrontational situation, like fight or flight or freeze um so like what would you consider to be like healthy fear in this time um versus having like a spirit of fear that's 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 a good point katie uh i talked about it sunday is there is i think three kinds of fear it may be more there's the fear of god Mm -hmm. the bible says the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Mm. You know, so there's that kind of fear that uh, for, the, for the non-believer, 
you know, the Jesus said, you shouldn't fear him who can just kill the body. You should fear him who can kill both body and soul in hell. Mm -hmm. You know, for the unbeliever, there should be a fear of mm -hmm. God. But for the believer, it's, a, it's an awesome reverence for God. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm afraid, not afraid that God's going to get me. I, I'm afraid that I, I'm not going to let him have his way. And I'm on, I don't want to disappoint him. I, I want him to be able to do what he wants to do. And I fear not being able to let Jesus be all that he wants to be in me. Mm -hmm. So that, there's, a, there's that godly fear, fear of the Lord. Then there's that healthy fear that God puts in us. Uh, you know how, you know, somebody runs over on the yellow line and they're in your lane coming down mm -hmm. through there and all of a sudden that fear jumps up, stimulates your adrenaline gland. You get that little sweet taste in the jaws in the back of your mouth like you're about to throw up. Mm -hmm. It's that fight or flight. I need to do something to get out of danger. Yeah. So there is healthy fear. But what we're talking about, what you're talking about today in our culture is what the spirit of fear the devil gives to us is toxic fear. Mm -hmm. it, it's meant to, uh, it's false evidence appearing real mm -hmm. is what it is. And he's trying to paralyze us to steal, kill, and destroy, to steal our faith, steal, rob us of our joy, mm -hmm. to kill us. So it's toxic. His motivation with fear is to paralyze us so that we don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Now, when, when God says fear not, he's not saying don't feel fear because as long as we're in this earth suit with a soul in a fallen world, you, you're going to have fear. Yeah. If somebody calls you up, if, if somebody calls me up and say, okay, I don't want you to be alarmed, but one that's been in a wreck, well, the first thing that happens to me in my soul is fear. Oh, mm -hmm. my God, what is, what is happening here in my mind races to all the things that it could be yeah. But that's in my soul, you know. Mm -hmm. What time I am afraid, I will trust in you. I have to go back to my faith. My faith has got to trump my fear. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to feel fear. Mm -hmm. Courage is simply fear that said his prayers. It's fear that in spite of my fear, I'm going to go ahead and trust God and do what he tells me to do. That's really good. So what we're doing in our culture today is that they're telling us so many different things mm -hmm. that it, it scares the life out of people. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, but we don't know anything about this virus. Uh, you know, and I, I think we, personally, I think we killed a fly with a gnat, or with a, with a sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what we did. We didn't know a whole lot about this. We shut down the world, and everybody said, oh, man, this pandemic's going to take over. It's going to kill all these people. Well, it really didn't. We didn't really go to God and say, okay, Lord, what's up with this? What should we do? And this is what happens when man thinks he knows what's best. Wise men do first what fools do last. You know, talking about prayer and fear, first thing you should do when you get afraid, okay, Lord, what, what are we going to do here? Mm -hmm. we got to find out what God wants us to do and then do it. But we do live in in fearful times that can paralyze you. I run into more people today, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know, the world's in a bad situation, I don't know what we're going to do. Well, I, I don't know what God's going to do, but I've got confidence and faith that he's still in control and he's got a plan. Mm -hmm. So fear has to, faith has to trump fear 
or you know we're going to live in fear all the time so. reminds me of a, a um, friend who he just sort of lived in fear I mean he wouldn't take a chance and uh, I had a nickname uh, called him don't take a chance Dan yeah. and, and he just uh, I mean he missed out on so much in life uh, he was so cautious when he just there's so many fun things that you can do and and he just was oh I don't I don't want to do that I don't know you know that might not turn out good I know you know what what we you know somebody compared the pandemic to the speed limit you know <laughs> last year we had thirty seven thousand people die in car accidents thirty seven thousand people. Uh, we could stop that where nobody ever gets killed in a car wreck. All we do is lower the speed limit to five miles an hour. <laughs> At five miles an hour, nobody would have a wreck where you could get killed in it five miles an hour. But the food would spoil on the way to the, mm -hmm. the grocery stores. Medicine couldn't get you. Ambulances couldn't get you to the hospital. You're down the way to the hospital because, no, we can't have anybody going past five miles an hour. Cause, whoa, that'd be bad. You could, we could shut down the virus. We could, nobody get infected, put everybody individually in a 10 by 10 room, slip them some food under the door, not come in contact with him, and nobody would ever get the virus. Can, does, can we live that way? Absolutely not. But, you know, by the same token, we can't do away with the speed limit so you can go as fast as you want, no, no laws or nothing, you can drive. Then we get all kind of people killed. So, what we've decided is 55, 65, speed limit. Yeah, there's going to be people get killed, but it's a trade-off. You know, we live in a fallen world. Mm -hmm. If we're going to go about our business, some people are going to get the virus, and it's going to happen. We can't be, it goes back to the fear paralyzing us. Yeah, it has to be balanced. It has to be balanced. And if we're saying, well, we can't go back to do anything until nobody gets the virus, what? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I mean, that's like saying, well, we can't go back to doing anything till nobody gets the flu or nobody gets sick. I mean, that's an impossible. We can't put people in bubble wrap. And, you know, there's got to be a balance there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good discussion. That's Good discussion. Really great. So, uh, you know, we, we're going to try to do these things and, you know, every so often, like once a week and with a topic and, uh, if you have a topic that you'd like for us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you, too. And uh, we'll be posting uh, how you can get in touch with us to do that. Absolutely. But uh, we're going to have different personalities come in here and share different things with us week by week. But uh, we're just going to talk the walk. And uh, we're just glad that you joined us today. And uh, we'll see you next time. Awesome.